Welcome to the Grow Your Business podcast. Listen in as we discuss all things business, growth, and marketing with business owners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs. And now, here's your host, founder of Roundhouse, the creative agency, Saul Edmonds. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Grow Your Business podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Luke Archer from MP Studio around the topic of keeping business and personally fit. Luke, how are you today? I'm awesome. Thank you, Saul. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, no worries at all. It's, it's really, it's really great to have you on. We've got um, uh, before we start diving into this pretty interesting sort of topic, I'd just like to get you, if you wouldn't mind, just letting everybody listen, um, listening, uh, give you a bit of an overview about who you are, MP Studio, a bit of history and overview about the sort of services that you provide and anything else you'd like to um, let us know about? Yeah, cool, cool. Um, so I'll, I'll start with the with the business, um, which is pretty, pretty simple to, to cover or easier to cover. Yeah. So uh, my wife and I, um, we run the business. Uh, this year has been 10 years in business. Uh, we've always operated out of um, out of New Farm. We've had a, three different locations so far, um, each location getting bigger and bigger as we've expanded the business. Um, and how I, uh, where we're at now, there's three of us in the business, my wife, myself, and we also have another trainer as well who helps us run the sessions. Um, we also offer online. Um, we also do, um, well, currently not right now, face-to-face, but um, generally we do face-to-face training as well. Um, we specialize in mums and bubs, so um, postpartum, pre and postpartum, mainly postpartum. Uh, we realize it's a, um, it's a challenging time. We've got two kids ourselves. It's a challenging time mm. for mums. Um, that can be a challenging time, I should say. Uh, for mum's postpartum because um, it's just like a it's a whole new world and, and what comes with that nothing can can, can uh, prepare you for children um, mm. so yeah as you're, you're probably aware so you've you've got a, a young one hamlet there it's um you yeah. know i think you you know it's you look back and you think wow what a what an experience yeah um, totally so you know we also want to make sure yeah we want to make sure that our mums are supported and um, around that exercise thing, but also socially as well. I think the social aspects of um, motherhood um, are really, really important, not only for socialization of the kids, but also socialization of, um, for the mum and, and the dads as well. So that's one of our specialties. Um, the other one is, is really helping people transform their life. So maybe they've um, been working a bit too much. Maybe they have been, you know, too, to invest it in, in another area of their life and they've maybe forgot to take care of their body uh, and they want to pull that balance back into their life, which sort of leads me into my life. Um, previously, my life was out of balance, um, being heavily addicted to drugs, um, started drugs from the age of 12, um, and you know, which led me down a path of not liking myself, not liking who I was as a person or uh, as a carpenter working um, some long hours, playing football um, and sort of burning the candle at both ends. Uh, and I had a bit of a, a realisation that, you know, had I continue the path that I was on, that I wasn't going to end up in a good spot. So 
I realized that I had to change my life. And I said, you know, said to myself, um, you know, what would I, what would I love to do if I could do anything in this world? What would I love to do? And I thought, well, help people become healthy, fit and strong would be one with their physical body. Uh, not knowing that when someone takes care of their physical body, they have to change who they are on the inside as a person mm. to make that last on the outside, meaning they're, what they change in their mind to help them with their body. Um, so that's how um, my business came about and pretty much um, my upbringing had a, a very loving parents. Um, but at the same time, you know, they, they were, uh, they were also into, well, they accepted the, the, um, the drugs and alcohol were a part of life um, and were daily users themselves. So sort of the path that I went down. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, those, that, that whole, um, you know, the retelling of, you know, your story, you know, in, in that sort of way is, I mean, for, I think for like a lot of people, even if it's not necessarily something that people relate to personally, it's certainly something in the, the evolution of, you know, people's personal lives through whatever emotional things they go through and then their fitness as far as I'm concerned is, is so inextricably intertwined in so many ways. And given that um, I can't remember the exact percentage, but that the uh, that small business in Australia, and I think this is probably quite similar worldwide too, is really the, the engine that like runs sort of Australia. And it, it makes up a very large percentage of, um, all people that who are even employed are actually employed by small business. So given that and given the importance of, you know, that for the economy on one level and given the importance that then, you know, being happy and fit and, you know, being in the place that you want to be is, is so you know crucial personally and then has such an influence on why everything else is really um, sort of one of the reasons why I um, you know, knowing you already, but knowing that um, what you do with mums and bubs and, you know, and your own story and, and um, how you view fitness in, in terms of all those different things is, you know, sort of one of the main reasons why I really wanted to speak to you and have you on, on the podcast because you've got a lot of really wonderful things to say. So um, I'll just... I'll just sort of start, um, I guess, with a initial, this is like a real obvious one, is the how relevant this is, especially right now. I mean, it's, it's so, uh, it's always important, right? Like it's, you know, it's so important for business owners. It's important for everyone to have, you know, good fitness and be that flow on effect being happy, but especially right now, hey, like with everyone, mm. with these different things in place. Yeah, it's like, it's really interesting. It was that last, it was actually Sunday last week, I went for a bit of a run just around New Farm and there was just so many people out and about exercising. Never in my entire, well, we've been here, you know, just over, it's around about 10, actually 10 years. It's actually, it's 10 years right now that we've been in New Farm. Um, and it's just a, um, it's just incredible to, to um to see the amount of people out and exercising, and I'm so grateful that people have, you know, it's unfortunate what's happening, but people are really realizing, okay, what's what's most important to me here, 
Uh, and to see people yeah. outside, you know, physically taking care of their own body is just, yeah, it's really, it's really, I find it very inspirational and just, you know, very fortunate that um, we're in the industry that we're in. You know, it's a lot of people call our industry like a, um, would be like a, how would you say, a non-essential service or a luxury. Um, mm. But if, if, you, if you look at it, um, you know, right now there's more people exercising there than there ever has before. Um, and, you know, not knowing how to, how to you know, program yourself or, you know, how to do all that sort of stuff, I think it's, it's an essential service, I know, for me, um, just to have a little bit of guidance or someone just to steer you in the right direction. But Absolutely. You know, right now, like you, like you said, you know, having a physical fitness, you know, we all we know it's you know, being fit, physically and healthy is, is really good for your immune system and a lot of people are looking to boost their immune system right now. Yeah, I mean that's the that's it's so it's so relevant. And another point that I hadn't actually considered, and this was kind of partially in relation to just general health, but also for people then who who play sport currently right now. This was say from a a squash point of view, because I play squash, right? So I was having a talk with some other people the other day and because like with a lot of sports the competitions have been have been postponed and until mm. under further notice so unlike then other sports certain sports are for the most part except with a bit of like uh creative innovation you you can't generally play squash you know, unless you're playing on a squash court, like I've, I've sort of found some other ways to play it in, in, indoors, <laughs> which is, um, <laughs> but not everyone can do that. And um, so one of the things that cropped up, which I thought, I realized, wow, this is like super relevant for people in the fitness industry is what happens after this, because then a lot of people mm. won't be playing squash. They might not be playing any squash for six months. And there's a lot yeah. of, things about particular sports where then, mm. and, and then also general health, where you're going to get out of condition. And in the case yeah. of those sports, you're going to lose your, your eye for hitting the ball. You're going to um, mm. lose a bunch of stuff and you're going to be probably really prone to certain injuries because you haven't been doing that particular sort of exercise. So I thought, well, that's, mm. that's a really uh, kind of, unexpected aspect of it that I hadn't considered, which will give even more relevance to people like yourself in the fitness industry than to, you know, help people make sure that when they get back into it, that then they don't yeah. get out of it straight away again, because then they injure themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a really, really good point. And I, I could, yeah, to that, I'd say really try and be, you know, I'm not sure when this is going out or what stage, but it would be yeah. try to get, try to be, like right now, if you if you are isolating, try to be really proactive with that. You know, try to juggle juggle juggling with is with balls is a really good way to keep your hand eye coordination or eye hand coordination, whichever way you say that. Um, mm. But at the same time, it's you know there's different skills you can kick a soccer ball, juggle a soccer ball with your feet using both sides of your brain. If you can juggle one way, try and juggle back the other way. You know, juggle throw an extra ball in there and um, try and keep your physical strength up. So. I actually saw it's really um, interesting the uh, the sort of innovation that's coming out of this time as well. This is yeah, it's a really challenging time, but there's also like this is a very transformative time as well. You know, never never has it been we've been so connected online and so many good opportunities online like we're coming through via Zoom at the moment. Um, I saw the other day um, there was like a 
a basketball player that was bouncing a ball and there was a screen and he had to, he was playing through a device, obviously. He had to like bounce the basketball and, and touch the different areas on his screen. So, you know, you stand five or 10 meters back from your screen and you've got to reach over and touch. It was, and it was getting really innovative with how you exercise. I think there's so much creativity that's happening right now. And if, if you can um, take anything out of this chat, um, I'll be trying to find ways that you can really use your, be really resourceful and try and find different ways to keep yourself active and keep yourself fit. Because, you know, like you said, so when you, when you get back into, um, you know, exercise and, and get back into your normal regime or sports, you want to be prepared for that as well and, and give yourself the best opportunity um, to be able to get back into that in a smooth transition. Yeah. Being on the front foot, um, sort of, so to speak, mm. like I was, yeah. I mean, one of the things that, yeah, and, and speaking about innovation, I suppose like you would probably have I'm sort of a lot to say about this, about looking to maybe your environment too. Like we were, um, we've actually been thinking about for the future, not right now because it's not really practical to build our own squash court, but I would love to build my own squash court. But this is, we had, we had per, per chance, we had a, like a whole room that we were going to put different things in, but we thought, Actually, we really like the fact that that's really empty and it's got a tile floor, so that's it's fine. It sort of simulates a, a court, and we had a brick wall on on two of the other walls. So, and then I just thought, well, wow. one of the, the really unexpected things that came out of just trying some stuff was I've always been a bit like I've really wanted to improve certain aspects up the front of the court. So, like, well, smaller space. Um, it's like half of it is the front of the court, you know, so just get some tape, um, put it along, um, simulate the bottom of the court, put some, you know, X's on the, um, on the wall to simulate ways to like really hone hitting in particular spots. And I've actually found in a very short amount of time, like through this kind of happy accident of being forced into doing it, that, that part of being like, Oh, I feel like I'm, getting really good at like at those particular things so in its own way like this change of environment has has been incredibly good for other reasons i could never have probably engineered intentionally what do you think about like um uh using or if you had other experience or, or been observing things with other people about interesting uses of their own environment yeah it's it's a really good really good point and you know to that you know i can really speak about uh, my own you can see right here um we've got a bit of a, a slack line set up for my kids mm. um and there's also and we actually bought this at christmas um and there's up here um well, for the viewers at home you can't really obviously see this but i've got a slack line set up in my garage and then I've also got a um, set of monkey bars set up above that um, yeah. attached to a slack line as well. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's innovative, but it was already set up there before this happened. I think the more we can get back to using our body um, in, in terms of, you know, the world that, that I live in, in terms of physical fitness, there's so many ways we can exercise without weights or mm. without a gym or without exercise equipment. Um, exercise equipment can be very helpful um, but at the same time you know the, the way we move our body like a uh, you do hakido uh, aikido isn't it so or uh, 
uh, judo. Ah, uh, hapkido, yeah, yeah, and taekwondo. Hapkido, yeah. Yep. So, you know, using your body and then obviously using someone else's body as well. So, um, obviously right now you can't really do that with someone else outside of your family. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, I think um, the, the more creative we can get with our, our own physical body or, you know, juggling different things in the in the house or... I have seen a lot of creativity um, happening. Uh, so I saw someone, I was down the park yesterday. So I haven't seen it for years, but uh, a fully grown man was climbing a tree. I thought that was just... <laughs> Fantastic. No, I, uh, it's, it's, it's not... Uh, it just, you know, you go, back to the, you go back to the basics, but I think I thought it was just awesome. Just, just to see a guy climbing a tree, I just went, mate, good on you. And now how often do we... You know, do we do that sort of stuff? I think that's so important just for our beings and, you know, um, yeah, that sort of stuff. And it's such a good exercise too. Yeah, I mean, you can always, you know, you as a, on, on the whole topic of the influence of, I guess, your physical well-being on your mental well-being too, the, you know, the things that I've, you know, just observed from our own activities at home, but going up to get a coffee, it this and and now you know choosing to to ride up or to walk up, um, kind of partially because then we want to, but also because there's so many other people that the sort of un, unusual thing is there's this amazing sort of change of usually during the day when you're working from home, most other people aren't, but now everyone's at home. And now there's this sort of really, um, really nice kind of community buzz that you hear that you don't usually hear around the streets. And there's people walking around and there's people, you know, like still um, for the most part practicing, you know, their appropriate social distancing and all that sort of stuff. But most of the time you don't have to because you're, you're walking around anyway. So, you know, you don't even have to think about that. But people then out in their yards and people doing all sorts of, wonderful kind of activities that so if this is like if that this has been the best thing that has come out of all this then fantastic like it's it's a uh in a a way that you don't want it necessarily to happen because the other part isn't isn't so good but Mm. you know who knows what i mean with any luck it'll um maybe engender new habits like it certainly has has for us like this i'm speaking on the 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 squash side of things just doing that indoors but we've been doing even more i mean with our our family at home just doing different things relating to training you know martial arts training just in a way that we weren't doing before and Mm. and the guys next door are you know uh, to us they're running um these pretty intense sort of crossfit sort of sessions in the morning um (laughs) all this this sort of explosion of activity which i think is is amazing and i i wonder too just returning back to you know people um people who many people are business owners it's a stressful time so people you know um it's really great for people to to be able to do things to relax themselves and so they can think straight too. I mean, what do you think about that? Like in, in a, like a, yeah. a pure happiness, um, calmness point of view. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've got my daily practice of meditation. Uh, I have a, a morning practice that I do a bit of breath work, a little bit of breathing. Um, I follow a, 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 a protocol there for as soon as I wake up and do a bit of breath work. Um, but I think, you know, now is a really important time that we, that we look inside uh, ourselves and, and work out, okay, well, you know, it was just the other, it was literally it was Tuesday. Um, Rachel and I were out driving and I, I sensed a, a fair bit of frustration in myself, you know, a few things didn't go my way that day and that rarely happens for me. Um, and I sensed a little bit of frustration and all of a sudden I pulled up at this lollipop man and then I was sitting there and he had stop on his lollipop and he was on the phone and clearly he wasn't going to radio through to the person on the other side and say, yeah, this car's pulled up. And he was talking on his phone. It felt like it was about five minutes. It was probably realistically about a minute because I was in a, a frustrated state and I was sitting there and just tapping the, the, um, the steering wheel and Rachel, my wife was sitting beside me. We had our daughter in the back and she could sense it. Um, and uh, I was like, okay, just take some time, take some time, take some breaths. And I sort of caught myself in the moment, which is, you know, um, which I was really in hindsight looking back, I was like, wow, it's, it's pretty cool that I was able to do that. But I caught myself in the moment and I was like, oh, I could feel this frustration coming up. And the guy came over to my, to my window and said, hey, look, mate, you're probably best just to drive around and go drive back out and go back the other way. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. Like I could have driven straight through and around the truck that's there. But I didn't say that, but I was like, okay. Anyway, I drove out the other way uh, and drove off on, on my way and found my other way there. And I sort of just stopped and I reflected and I went, okay, well, where's that feeling coming from within me? And if for those listening at home now, I just want you to sort of picture something that you're really, really frustrated at the moment. Um, and I just want you to notice where in your body you may be feeling that. Uh, I know for me personally, it was sort of around my my gut, the, the, the top of my gut, the, the bottom of my ribs, that I sort of had this little ball of frustration. Um, and I sort of I went in and I just sort of sat with that feeling. Uh, and I'm not sure whether you, you've sat with your feelings before, but I know that I'm getting better at this. I, I, I was a very much a, um, a, a very angry young man, but being a little bit wiser and older now, I can sit with my emotions. So if you can think of something you're really frustrated at, sit with that emotion and try and find out where it is in your body and just focus on it for a little bit. And when you focus on it, if you focus long enough, you'll notice that the, that the feeling will start to go away. And for me, it just pulled me back into my body. And I asked, I asked this little ball of frustration. I said, oh, what do, you, what do you want from this? And it just said, I just want to be happy. And it was a really interesting um, process. And I said, oh, what would, what would make you happy? Uh, like, and I asked that part of me, what would make you happy? And it said to me, it was like, well, just to let it go. And so... I know that sounds really simple and really easy, but no, the, no, the other thing, the other thing, the other thing that the other thing that came up to me, and and it, and it sort of like it came into my head was, well, the easy part is to get frustrated right now. That's the easy solution. You know, the easy solution is to go, yep, lose my 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 temper, flip my lid, and get really really frustrated at the moment and whatever's happening in the world and to me. Um, but you know, now's a really important time for us to check in with ourselves mm. and go, okay, well, well what makes me you know, internally happy? How do I fulfill those needs on the inside? 
Um, and I believe that, you know, achievement and success on the outside is only a reflection of what's going on on the inside as well. So, um, you know, I have a few practices, you know, breathing in the morning. I do a meditation at night. Um, I, I like Dr. Joe Dispenza. I've been listening to a lot of his stuff lately. Um, and, yeah, I, I do a bit of a practice in the evening as well, uh, which is I write down what was my um, – highlight of the day what was the something that stood out what was the best part of my day um and that just gets you thinking okay what are all the good parts of my day and then what what am i grateful for today uh, and it could be maybe some of those highlights it might have been something different but then also i ask myself what did i learn today uh, and that's a little bit of a, a practice that i personally like to use um yeah well what's what's worked for me yeah no i i agree with all that i mean i've and one thing that I certainly the practice of meditation and I guess a flip side of that is mindfulness too. the being, you know, being, um, which is a term that's very popular right now. Like it's, it's used a lot, but that idea of being able to focus on something and then I guess come to the realization of uh, without sounding too esoterical here, like coming to the realization of, of, it's true nature, you know, it's kind of like you, you go, and like you were saying before, like you're feeling angry about something. I, I actually had that exact same thing the other day when I went into, um, I went into uh, the chemist, I had to get some stuff and only to find that the chemist had implemented, you know, these other procedures in, in relation to social distancing where the security guard was taking people's temperature as, as they came in with a, a sort of a temperature device. I'd just been riding. I'd, so my temperature would have been elevated anyway. But for some reason, when I came in, it was just like, come on, just another thing. Just, and in my mind, I didn't outwardly say this because the guy's just doing his job, you know, is not going to, you know, give anyone a hard time. But my impulse was to, I was thinking, I'm not going to do that. I don't, you know, I didn't, I didn't know why. I just, I just, <laughs> I just had this impulse to react in a negative, angry way. And then when I got on the bike again after that, I was thinking, well, one, I was just reflecting. I was going, you know, I know why they're doing that. They, you know, they've got to put these policies in place whether they, you know, whether, you know, whose opinion on it is whatever, they've got to do it. They're doing it to protect themselves and other people. Um, he's just doing his job. He probably feels awkward about it, you know. I'm sure he probably does. And that as soon as I had the realisation that he probably felt awkward about it too, it, I was like, oh, that was silly. You know, I shouldn't be thinking that. And I and automatically relax. And it was just a realization of of why of of the you know, seeing somebody else's um uh, just reflecting on that in my mind. But I always actually one thing that I've always done as as a part of, you know, different martial arts relating things and squash is always having a good stretch that always automatically releases um you know, any tension, if you have a good stretch that I try to do where, where possible. And it's always like, it's a great, it's a great sort of 
no-brainer. And, of course, the more you do it, like you would know too, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And, you know, so with that in mind too, like just as um, you went over a few tips before, some really great tips about juggling and and other things, have you got any more, um, let's call them top tips, uh, Luke's top tips <laughs> about cool. like for business owners slash people in general who have been thrust into this home working environment. They've got, mm. you know, kids at home, they've got all this other stuff going on. What's some, some top tips for ways that people can get into uh, sort of organize their time or, or just do particular activities that are going to on that very simple level, make them just feel good. Yeah, look, I, I, mate, I'll be really honest. I'm still working on this myself straight <laughs> off the bat um, yeah. because we, we've got a five-year-old and a three-year-old and, and our five-year-old is in grade one. Uh, our three-year-old, he's, he's at home all the time anyway, so um, no different for him. Um, but in, so what, what our does work for us and what we've found is, is working for us and massive, like, the, like that baseline pillar of everything for my wife and I, is we work really well together is communication. So we have a meeting every week. Actually, it's been more than that recently because, you know, having my daughter home and of times we sort of even every day check in, okay, what's your calendar like today? Is there any areas that, you know, you want me to take the kids or, you know, generally I take them Tuesday, Thursday afternoons, the entire night, put them into bed. Rachel has them Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Um, but now that they're both at home, um, there's not as much time. So daily check-ins are really important for us with each other. If you're single, you know, um, it might be, you know, whoever helps you with taking care of the kids, um, I think is a, is a really important, um, you know, person to have a conversation with to say, Hey, look, have you got any, could you help me out with here there or, or whatever it is? Um, another one is this morning, truly trying to get, um, try to help your kids be involved with work as well. I know this morning, um, you know, a little bit different. I don't know whether it is different for me, but we've got a very much a family-based business. So we have like a forward-facing business where our clients see our kids. Our kids know our clients by first name basis and we're very close with them. So, mm. you know, when I'm working on one, on like a, maybe a group or a one-on-one session on the, the Zoom call, you know, my kids are generally running around in the background and they can see that. Um, and it, it also brings a good human element to yeah. you know, to what we're doing here, you know. So, um, and we're working at home. Uh, the, the other, actually, just this morning, my daughter said, oh, she gets pocket money every week. So I said, oh, cool, cool. Uh, Daddy's doing a little bit of work. How about you draw right beside Daddy? Like, well, Daddy's working on his computer. How about you put your piece of paper here and you can draw your, your weekly spreadsheet of, you know, your pocket change you're going to get and the jobs you want to do. So... Um, you know, it's, it's, that's probably another tool. The, the other one was I just had lunch uh, with my kids as well. Lunch with my wife and my kids um, is a really, really important one. My daughter and I, we played snakes and ladders while we were having lunch. So little, little breakout games like that um, have worked. Uh, my kids are obviously very active in our gym down here, so I don't mind them coming around and, and running around behind me. Um, I think probably, I don't know, for us, less rules is better. Mm. We, we don't have like in terms of, oh you got to stay out of this room like we're, I'm in a gym right now that I'm talking in the kids could come in any time and I'm happy for that to happen that's fine um, 
and if you know if the um, our clients they never understanding, but if the prospect on the other side isn't isn't um, isn't into that, then that's probably not our ideal client as well. Um, I'm not yeah. sure what it's like for other people in business out there, but um, you know we're, we're pretty pretty um, or we're very authentic with what sort of business we run. It's definitely a family-run business, so um, yeah. yeah, I think certainly. Yeah. I mean, a perception is unreality too. Is that if you look at what people used to, you know, the evolution of that, which has then been kind of dramatically accelerated right now. Um, mm. You look at people, people's perception about what a professional business used to be, like working from home would in, in some, I'm not sure of, of, a, of a time frame, but, you know, say if you look back five or six years, maybe, or maybe a bit longer, there, there was always generally a perception that if you ran a business from home, it probably wasn't like, you know, professional business or there was that perception. Mm. Reality yeah. was, and then for a lot of people that became reality. So then people would, wouldn't do that. They would feel uncomfortable about it. But then as things changed yeah. and the nature of, you know, the, the internet changed, speeds changed, people could do more online, more readily, more easily. And mm. the evolution of different sorts of businesses and, and, you know, online businesses obviously changed that too. But now all of a sudden this has accelerated that for a lot of people because they've been thrust into having to do it. And then, of course, that has meant, you know, it's perfectly acceptable. You know, things are mm. even more acceptable overnight because everyone's in the same boat, completely cool. Everyone's like, let's just go with the flow. And... Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I completely, I completely understand what you're saying. And, and certainly for, as then a part of, if you want to call it uh, a whole brand of a business too, about how you do business, like in, in your personal sense, we're very much the same. I mean, I, people like to have connections with other people, no matter whether it's personally or in business. So I think that like people people respond to that and 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 it is it is important and like triply quadruply so at the moment um, mm. even even more so but on that's a that's good just quickly that's a really good point someone I can't remember what book it was out of but you might be able to tell this all um, people do business with people yeah that does it does ring a bell i can't I can't actually place that but <laughs> It's, but it's, it's, it's obvious, right? Yeah. I mean, it's so, yeah. of course it is. It's always been the case. So people, if you're from the biggest corporation, the CEO of Google, ultimately you're still doing at one point, you're doing business with other people. You're not doing business with the corporation. You end up speaking to individual people, even if, even if it's to do some huge multinational deal, you're still dealing with yeah. people at the end of yeah, the day exactly right. yeah, and, I agree. and the connections that you make, whether they're, you know, things that you've got in common or, you know, that you, you feel like it, it is, you know, a risk of sounding, you know, too airy fairy here. But I mean, I personally think it's really true that, you know, the way you feel about something that the way you, you know, feel whether you call it your gut feeling or the way you, if you like somebody or you don't for whatever reason, or you've got a certain feeling about it, is at the heart of it, um, you know, things do no doubt have to be supported by 
you know, facts, but they're, they're often pretty subjective um, depending on, you know, what it is and who you're talking to. But ultimately, people like to have a good feeling and that term's used all the time. Right? Like, I've got a good feeling about this. That's because you, I guess you do have a good feeling about it or you do have a bad feeling about it, you know. And, mm. um, yeah, but just kind one... Intuition, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, whatever, that, that's, it's a universal truth, I suppose. People know, people might have different uh, analysis about what that means, but everyone knows it. They know it. They, well, they know intuition intuitively. <laughs> you know, so they know what that's about. Um, just on, on a sort of, as we get towards the end of all this then too, I just want to get your, um, your, in, your impression and your sort of observations about how all of this at the moment, this environment we're currently in, this business and personal environment has transformed the fitness industry, what is it, what has it done that you've seen uh, say that has been on, on a, a positive note that has been good for the fitness industry? Yeah, look, right now there's so many opportunities around uh, and no, like I said before, so many people are out exercising and so many people are out, you know, taking care of their health and their well-being, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it, I can't, I'm not going to, you know, um, sit here and go, oh, it's also positive. It's also a lot of, um, mm. you know, challenging times out there too. Obviously, with all gyms being closed now, I'm sitting in an empty gym right now as we speak. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, but there's always going to be one or two things that are, that'll happen here. You know, it's, it's like, well, okay, well, how can I pivot and move? And you know, it's, a, it's a big word that I'm hearing a lot from a lot of businesses is how can we pivot? Um, you know, we're not a massive business. We probably... You know, in terms of gyms, we'd probably be like an average size, um, but or smaller, smaller than average. So, you know, how could you pivot and move and, and change your direction? Um, you know, obviously, with there being three of us in the business, um, it's, a, it's we're able to pivot and move a little bit easier than some of those bigger businesses. But in mm. saying that, I've got I've got some mates that have bigger businesses than mine, like probably five, six times the size of mine, that are just yeah, they're right on it. Yeah, they are online trainings being up and running and, and they're doing really, really well out of this. Um, so, you know, it's it's tough, but, you know, we're not the only industry that's been, you know, massively uh, affected by this. You know, you look at the airlines and, mm. you know, people that own hotels and stuff like that. So, but I think it's also the businesses that can, can adapt to the time and change and, and we're trying to adapt as fast as we can and, move things and, and get creative with things and all that sort of stuff. It's, it'll never go back to the same way it was. Um, yeah. You reckon? Never, no, no way. No, no, it can't. Now when things, when things are stretched, it'll never go back to the same way it was. Um, you know, well, once stretched, it'll never come back to, to its mm. original form. And, uh, and, and accepting that I, that's right. That's my belief in my mm. opinion. Um, you know, it could well, one week away from now, we could be yeah. all out doing things as normal. Well, like yeah, yeah, I think you're probably I, I, right. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I've we've we've had this uh, discussion at home. I've had had that very same discussion with a few people about what's the likelihood then of of certain habits that people have. You know, even with um, things relating to to the idea of 
social distancing and people's, if people do it enough, that how readily will they return to what happened before, even if what they had before was their preferred option, if it, if it, it changes. But I suppose that'll remain to be seen, but it'll certainly, I, yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think there's, there'll probably be, be perhaps a mix, but I think more often than not, it'll um, engender new habits that will yeah. probably stick. And yeah. then, but, you know, sometimes, I mean, we all have to, I think to some extent we have to, you know, make sure we look at the, the things that we're able to kind of control and, and then adapt and change because we kind of don't have any option either. Um, yeah. And so, but it's, it, it is what you make it. Hey, you know, you got to, you know, it'll be, um, yeah, I think, I think either way is being able to sort of adapt and change. And if it leads to other new things that are great, you know, so be it. And, uh, but the change is there regardless, but yeah, I'll just, I'll just sort of on that note too, we'll, um, I'll just get you to uh, provide everybody listening with a relevant quote or just a quote that you, that you like, that you'd like to share with everyone that's a little bit relevant I mean, to the topic or just one that you really like. Yeah, I, um, I've been doing a, a fair, like a lot of, a lot of study at the moment, which has been, um, really, really, uh, really important for me at the stage, um, through this as well. Uh, just can and I had it written down just here. One moment. So the, um, it is, there's a Dr. Seuss one that I, that I love. Uh, I love Dr. I'm Seuss. pretty sure it's, it might, if you might be able to, I think it is, it's, um, good, better, best, never <laughs> let it rest until your good is better and your better is best. That's, that's one that, um, that I, I, um, I love, but there's, there's one that I've been reading uh, a lot of, um, out of a book called the Tao Te Ching, the Tao Te Ching, which is a, mm. uh, by Lao Tzu and Lao Tzu is a, a Chinese philosopher, uh, you know, a long, long time ago. And the one that, always you know, sticks in the back of my mind is a journey of a thousand step, a thousand miles begins with a single step. Um, and I think that that one is a, is a massive, massive one for me right now because yeah. you know, one step, one step at a time, focus on that one step. It's like one day at a time, focus on where we're at right now. We, we must live in the present control the things that we can today in this moment. Try not to think too much further forward do the best you can today, right now in this moment with whatever tools you've got. Um, I think that you know, really, really is important. And off the back of that, the third one would be, even if you fall flat on your face, you're still moving forward. <laughs> That's great. They're, they're great quotes. And yeah, I, I 100% agree. And I mean, if anything, these, these kind of times, um, there's sort of more extreme circumstances give us the kind of ability to focus on these things in a way that you would otherwise not have to, because you don't, you don't really think that you need to. And then when you think that you need to, then you do. So 
I mean, that's got to be good. I think in um, as, as, as hard as those things are sometimes, but they're, they're great. Thanks so much, Luke. Could you just, Pleasure, mate. could you also just for everybody listening as well, um, one, thank you so much. It's been absolute pleasure as always. And could you just let everyone know the uh, best way that people can actually learn more about about MP Studio and yourself and the best way to get in contact with you as well? Yeah, sure. Just with any of, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, any of the social medias, just type in at Lukey Archer. Uh, and you'll find me as well. Uh, the other one is um, if you wanted to look up MP Studio, that's just at MP Studio New Farm. Um, but if you type in Lukey Archer, you'll find me directly. Um, just type in at Lukey Archer on Google, you'll find me directly on one of those sources there. Yeah, great. If anyone you want to reach out to. That's fantastic. So with that in mind, that's actually it for today, everyone. Thank, Thank you. you. So, Thank you, mate. Yeah, no, thanks, Luke. And thanks and thanks to everyone so much for listening into our podcast. And before we go, please leave your feedback as well as any suggestions for any topics you would like us to discuss in future episodes. And thanks again for listening to the Grow Your Business podcast and we'll see you again soon. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Grow Your Business. Have a great day and we'll see you next time here at the Grow Your Business podcast.